Welcome to Sasquatch Ate My Baby. I'm Dave, that's Kate. Hi, friends. And the soup of the day is... Wait for it. Wait for it. Zupa Toscana. What? <laughs> Which basically means... It's a broad term for Tuscan soup. Oh. Zupa. Zupa. Sounds like a new exercise. Everybody Zupa! Da, 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 Are you sure da, it's not a new dance move? <laughs> well, it's like Zumba, which is a dance. So not an exercise. No, Zumba is an exercise. Oh, but it's a dance too? It's a dance exercise. Okay. Well, this is soup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there you go. Uh, what's new with you? I don't know. You tell me. You have that ring that came out of your candle, I assume. Yeah. <laughs> Based on the finger it was on. Yeah. <laughs> well, one, they don't make them in the size of my ring finger. <laughs> uh. I'm too little. Um, and second of all, yeah, it's so pretty. We did talk about the candle, right? On I don't air. know if we talked about it on air, actually. <laughs> I got a charmed aroma, can- aroma candle, guys. And it had a ring in it. It had a ring in it. And when I asked Dave, oh, like, how long did your sister stay? He's like, oh, like. A couple hours. A couple hours. We had it out by dinner time, like. Yeah. At Christmas. I was like, oh, sweet. And then I looked it up and I saw another one. It's like three hours. It's like, okay, cool. And then three <laughs> hours pass and it's barely melted. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, where is it? <laughs> so I look it up and I find another person's review. And it's like, it took 26 hours to see mine. Holy I was shit. like, fuck you. <laughs> Do you think there's anybody who uses it like a normal candle and just like waits proper times? Apparently that person who took 26 hours. They could have been running it the whole time. Maybe. You don't know. I don't know. Well, I can't leave a candle running like while I'm asleep. Well, you could if you were like lived on the edge. <laughs> Do I look like the kind of person that lives on the edge? Yes. Okay. I bet you leave like your hair straightener on oh, with a candle. That's a the hair straightener thing is such an anxiety i've gone back to my house three or four times in the past to check it like because i've gone back to check and then like when i see it i leave and then it depends how bad like my stress level is at the time and then i'll leave and i'll be like okay i went in and looked but i did i actually look like or did i just walk in and stare at it and walk out and then oh my god you're crazy yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's pretty bad (laughs) but not these days i've been good these happy go lucky kate yeah, I've been <laughs> on the up and up. And now you got a ring? <laughs> now I got a ring. You should have seen how excited I got because it took 12 hours of burning. Like, and right. every time I got my knife out to start digging around, Michael would get mad at me and be like, no, you have to be patient. Fuck that. Yeah, like, <laughs> like he owns the rules of the candle. <laughs> Knives exist for a reason. Yeah. And then, so like I would just put the knife and I'd just like move it around a little bit and just like look at it and you'd snap and i'd be like okay not touching would you it. pour the wax out like to make it sh- make it like go away no because i still want the candle portion of it like especially if i only got like a ten dollar ring in it how much is it worth it's a fifty dollar ring oh shit <laughs> so i got my candles worth plus my shipping back what's the candle worth the candle was like 30 something okay yeah and how much can they be worth Five thousand dollars. Think anybody gets those? Um, they like have like testimonials, like this person from this place won. Yeah, lots of people have testimonials. Yeah, so that's why I'm like, I don't know. Do you? <laughs> you? Should get another one. 
I want another Keep one. Rolling this the thing dice. was fucking awesome. Like I I think it's You genuinely like the ring? It's genuinely my style. But I also picked a candle that had rings that were my style. Like in, well, it's good that you can in do the that, samples. Because it was like this one's vintage inspired and I'm very much like vintage inspired interested. Okay. <laughs> so that's a vintage inspired ring. Yeah. I was like, hmm. Mm, and yeah, all the ones in the picture were super pretty. So I was like, okay. All right. And mm. what what else are there? Like modern, I guess. Yeah, there's like classic. So there's like a regular like three diamond or cubic zirconia mm-hmm. style. And then like they have like butterfly rings for like butter. For children? Mm, for people who like butterflies. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I assume people who like candles like butterflies. And then they have like an Easter themed one. They had some really cute Christmas themed ones that were on sale that I sh- wish I got now as well. But then I was like, I don't need two rings. Of course you need two <sighs> rings. Well, that's the thing is like, I don't wear any other jewelry other than rings. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Michael got me a pendant from his brother's company because his brother, I don't know if I'm allowed to advertise him or not. I should ask. He always asks. He well, you always can say what it is. You yeah. don't have to say who it is. Yeah, I can see what it is. But he always goes, oh, I want to listen to your weird podcast. Like, <laughs> and that's what he calls it, is my weird podcast. I assume that's how Michael pitched it to him. <laughs> I think so. Kate does a weird podcast. Yeah. Michael's really supportive. Well, some asshole. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what's he do? So he's he makes like, pendants. No, he makes like jewelry out of like ammonite and like other gems. Okay. And stuff. So he goes to like, I don't, I don't know, like the specifics of it, but he'll go and like he'll work with like a goldsmith and he has like people in china and he has like so he's a legit businessman yeah he's a legit businessman um so michael on our first valentine's together because he of course had forgotten to get me a gift and i got him something cute uh like a week later gave me a valentine's present and it was a pendant for a necklace and it's very beautiful like ammonite's not necessarily like my main style because it's like very greenish and you have to have something to match it, like in my opinion. Mm. Um, but I've worn it with like a couple outfits and it's looked like really, really good. Um, green outfits. <laughs> I assume. <Yeah. laughs> Not pink ones. Um, Do you like pink? Is that what you're getting at? I like pink, yeah. Actually, I could wear it with this. Well, maybe not this sweater, but this jacket and yeah. like a nice top and stuff. Um anyways and it's very nice but i don't wear necklaces like you have to take them on and off and i just have such little fingers and it's just too hard to take them on and off it'll be easier with little fingers no because you have to have like strength sometimes to be able to like hold it open and then like when i had fake nails it was really hard to like figure out where the class were so i just don't wear necklaces unless they can fit over my head and it's usually (laughs) for one occasion yeah and if it's for one occasion at some place i'm probably gonna get drunk and then you're going to lose your and necklace. Then, yeah, and it's going to get ripped off and I'm going to lose it. So I don't want it to be something special and something that I love. So mm. I have about three or four special necklaces. Like my mom got me a really beautiful one. Um, it's like Tanzanite, which is like, I like Tanzanite a lot. It's really pretty. It's, I don't know what any of these things like are. It's like purple. And, I yeah. like purple. Yeah. Um, and then my cousin got me like an opal one. And like. And that's blue. And that's like whitish. Oh, damn. Yeah. I really like opal too. Um, but I'm a diamond girl. Fuck love, give me diamonds. <laughs> no. This is fake diamond, but <laughs> I'm okay with my $50 fake diamond. Could you tell the difference? Me? No, I'm not classy. 
<laughs> you just like fucking diamonds. Yeah. <laughs> but trust me, anyone who gives me one, like as an engagement ring, I'm going to get that shit appraised. I can't tell. Oh. But I will tell after. <laughs> That's a. Uh tricky no, I guess. just tell me if it's a real diamond like it better fucking be <laughs> <laughs> what all right let's say yeah let's say michael proposes to you and michael there, will not propose to me are you fucking kidding let's me let's say somebody proposes to you what's the minimum price you want that ring to be worth thousand dollars i'm i'm not greedy that's a lot of money still no that's like average sure but it's a lot of money for Eight, a ring nine hundred dollars <laughs> am i making you feel bad <laughs> no because <laughs> i know what i want but you okay. know what honestly i would i would say yes no matter what and then maybe just upgrade the ring myself <laughs> the thing is is it's like you have to look at it from the woman's standpoint it's not just like this selfish i want an expensive ring thing it's i'm intending to wear this for the next 60 years of my life that's fair yeah so one make it something i like and two, make sure that it's quality. Yeah. Yeah. What so, if somebody gave you an engagement dog? Would you be, be a, okay with that? Yes. Would you name it Diamond? Yes. But I'd still get a ring. <laughs> oh, you still need the ring? Yeah. I would, but then I'd pick one out for myself at that point, which is perfectly fine with me. <laughs> <laughs> I that like what would, I like. <laughs> that's the problem. Like, a man has to go find a ring that mm-hmm. he thinks this woman's gonna like does she not have friends or like a mom does she not have a pinterest board does she not send you 30 rings a day showing you what she likes i'm pretty sure ryan's uh <laughs> now wife did that before they were engaged i do it and michael has no intentions of marrying me <laughs> none at all no i don't think so that's sad yeah it is really sad because it's like one of my priorities he said though he's like if i were because i was talking about like what i'd want in a ring like because i was showing he's like i would just i would make it myself and i was like i would hate that (laughs) leave it to a professional (laughs) well like like with his brother and i'm sure he could figure out how to make one or have his brother have one made for him kind of thing sure but i'm not like a sentimental like you've put this effort into it kind of person just go spend the money yeah it's just it's not my taste like and i yeah i don't know And the expensive parts of diamond he's gonna have to buy that anyway yeah exactly i don't know maybe he'll ask his brother for help we'll see i mean yeah the dude makes jewelry Mm -hmm. why not yeah all right so describe your ring my dream ring yeah this isn't a ring podcast. This it's is fun. <laughs> this is fun. It's fun for me. And there's no Describe jokes going it. on here. Um, it's not all about fucking jokes, Katie. Okay, I don't know. <laughs> oh, you can't just do it? Well, I'm going to go pull up some so I can like kind of get an idea. Oh, I like rose is... gold. Okay. Um, is a big thing. Rose gold is huge. Um, That's cheap, too. Yeah. If not rose gold, platinum, I guess. Oh, so the total opposite <laughs> spectrum. <laughs> well, no, you made me feel bad about the <laughs> um, diamond. Go white gold over platinum. Okay, white gold then. Okay. Fine. And the diamond. Yeah, so like, obviously like one main like feature diamond in the center. like Canadian? I don't care. Or do you want blood? Blood diamond. <laughs> yeah. I want to <laughs> feel the kid's tears yeah. in this diamond. <laughs> um. And you know what I would like, actually? 
I wouldn't mind a second-hand ring, like a vint- an actual vintage ring. Oh, yeah? It's, that's another thing I wouldn't hate. So, like, pawn shop ring. Yeah. Like, but yeah, like a main one, like, in the center, and then, like, either some smaller ones around it or smaller in the band, like, kind of like that. I see. Or, like, that, but not purple. Because that's not classy as yeah. fuck. That I love. <laughs> the pink one. Yeah. I do like pink diamonds and I like I like really plain things. I also like it too when sometimes where it's like the platinum and then it has like a little bit of rose gold in it as well. Mm -hmm. I think like I mean it's good for the man. I think colored diamonds are generally cheaper than a clear diamond, right? Well, yeah, like a leopard diamond that's got like spots in it <laughs> but like that pink diamond's probably not worth I don't as think much th- as if the same diamond was just clear i don't think that's a diamond i think that's something else oh. but you want diamonds i want diamonds in it it doesn't necessarily have to be complete diamonds so <laughs> i don't right. know but basically like what this ring is like for my candle <laughs> if that was like a real diamond and like very maybe a little bit more dainty here mm-hmm. that would be like a beautiful engagement ring so All I right. don't I don't have a shape preference. I like square. I like I like cushion. I like the only one I don't like is the teardrop mm-hmm. or whatever it's called. Pear pear shape. That's what it is. I just don't like that shape. Fair enough. I don't understand the purpose of it. Why have a half pointy ring? <laughs> now, if any man wants to marry you, he can listen to this show. <laughs> Send me rings, guys. Got that shit done. Damn. Are you trying to help Michael out in the future? Maybe. Five years from now when he finally gets his ass in gear? Are you willing to wait five years? No. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want me to talk to him? Tell him to listen to episode 46? <laughs> no, it's fine. I'll talk to him. I talk to him every day. <laughs> All right. Uh, what else? Um, you I don't got know. your ring. You got my ring. Mm, that's all that's happened to me lately. It's been two days since we've recorded. Good. <laughs> Or when did we record friday it's now tuesday yeah so what's new with you i'm still working i'm on a nine day stretch oh. sucks are you tired i am very tired mm. are you one with the bus now <laughs> what day is it now how many days what day of nine it's seven seven of nine wait what day is it today tuesday seven yeah Two more days. I forgot what day it was, though, so it's not a good sign. Rough. <laughs> It'll be all right, though. Last time I did a nine-day stretch is when I went crazy and decided that I needed to have a speaker in the bus to listen to music. So I have that already. I need something new. I'm thinking foot massager. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just get the Sky Mall catalog. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> like you're right i do need a toaster that does my hot dog bun and my hot dog <laughs> we have one of those in the break room works. actually <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do you have the sky mall catalog there it's too coke branded too Ooh, that's fancy yeah i've never seen it used i should use it yeah i want you just to, to really it. weird people out <laughs> when we lived together back in the day uh-huh. You lived on hot dogs and tomato soup. <laughs> you know it. <laughs> I don't know how. Because <laughs> we were fucking 18. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know how to cook. <laughs> <laughs> and to be fair, you used to microwave to 
mushroom soup. Not even the proper way. <laughs> yeah. Just took it out of the can and ate it. <laughs> That's true. I just liked it, though. And I liked hot dogs and tomato soup. Fair. I still do. Fair, fair, fair. It's still delicious. <laughs> I could eat the fuck out of a hot dog right now. I'm starving. Yeah, I'm not really that hungry. I'm probably going to have an apple and some peanut butter later. Like, together? That's a thing? Yeah. Actually, that makes sense, actually. Don't be the, like, fifth person that thinks no, that's weird. That makes a lot of it's sense. It's not weird. <laughs> Like, how do you do it? Do you smear it on the apple and take a bite? Or um, do you cut a piece off and then put it on? Well, people do it in different ways. I'm asking you. Okay, well, I slice up my apples into, like, really thin slices. Mm-hmm. And then I just take big globs of peanut butter. And <laughs> I can go through, I go through about a jar of peanut butter a week. That's a lot of peanut butter. Yeah. Wait, how big is the jar? Um, it's like an Adam's size jar. They have two sizes. The bigger one. Oh, that's a lot of peanut butter. <laughs> Michael's gotten <laughs> mad at me because... He bought the first jar of peanut butter, and I've eaten all of them, even though I've bought all the, like, ones that have come after it. But, he but made, that first jar. That first jar. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't even, like, a good jar of peanut butter. It was, like, crappy compliments, like, wannabe Ugh, peanuts on. only brand. Your hair out of your ass, Michael. Yeah. And, like, Adam's is obviously the best one. I've never had it. It's really good. I don't eat a lot of peanut butter. Anyways, and then and then I dip my apples into my glob of peanut butter. And sometimes I have to go get more peanut butter or more apple, depending on. It's a balance. It's a balance. It's like when you're eating cereal. It's like, oh, there's still milk left. I got better pour a full bowl of cereal <laughs> yeah. again. Oh, now there's too much cereal. Add more milk. <laughs> or sometimes if I'm eating peanut butter and apples in the tub because. <laughs> <laughs> because I like with that. your glass of wine in one hand. <laughs> no. Because I like to have it with my breakfast. And if I have a day off or if I work late, I like to shave my legs in the morning. So I'll have a bath. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and you need to eat. I need to eat. So I'll watch Forensic Files and I'll eat my apples and peanut butter. And shave. <laughs> in the top. No, I do that before I shave. <laughs> <laughs> and if I finish, I still have leftover peanut butter. Because the dog usually has her breakfast with me. Because she has it separate from the other dogs. I feed her in the bathroom too. <laughs> That's adorable. <laughs> so, well, otherwise, the other dog will eat it. I know. I understand. Um, if she finishes hers up, I'll share my peanut butter with her. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So, but it's gone to the point where she will come and stare at me, waiting for her peanut butter. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Before she finishes her food, and I'm like, mm-mm. <laughs> Just put a little in her food. Well, no, because I did that when Michael got her the food she wouldn't eat, mm-hmm. um, and. Then after that, when I got her good food again, she waited for the peanut butter. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "Fuck you." Yeah. It's like when you run out of cat food and you give the cat a can of tuna. Well, yeah. And it only wants tuna. Well, I started off as I was putting broth in it, and then she was like, "Okay, like I'll eat this with the broth," and I was like, "Great." And then after a week, she'd stop. She stopped eating that. Mm. So then I started putting the peanut butter in it and like sardine, dried sardines. Like we have those yeah. for them too, and like to try and trick her into it. She's fucking smart, man. <laughs> Is that smarting you? Yeah. Dogs are the dumbest, smartest creatures to ever exist. Like, hold what about his... a pig? No, I think pigs are just smart. They just well, they live in their own shit. I guess. I think they just don't care. It's people who live in their own shit. There are people, or people mm-hmm. do. There are people who. I guess so. Yeah. But like, not the majority. Mm, I don't know. Although I'm sure a pig wouldn't live in its own shit if it wasn't stuck in a pig pen. Holt is a garbage dog, and one time he, like, that's his nickname is Garbage Dog. 
this episode might be named garbage talk <laughs> and what so he had a, has a habit of getting into the garbage if you don't keep him out of the room that the garbage is in and in my old house there wasn't a way to block him out of the room um so i just got a taller garbage can was my solution sure he figured out how to push a chair up against it to get into oh, the garbage. He's a very tiny dog. That's impressive. Yeah, that's incredibly impressive. But if you tell him to sit, he's like, ha ha, fuck you, and runs <laughs> the room. So he's smart. Yeah. But he's a little asshole. <laughs> One time when he was a puppy, um, I, he was playing with uh, another puppy, which was a boxer. And the other boxer was playing a little bit more rough. And I was like, bud, like, if you don't want to play with him, you just like need to walk away. And I wasn't interfering because... like gotta learn like yeah. other dogs play and if you start it the other dog's gonna be a little gonna rough fuck you up anyway so i'm ignoring him ignoring him and all of a sudden i hear like jesus <laughs> sorry <laughs> listeners i meant to pull my head away when i did that i'll have to lower that volume <laughs> <laughs> and i look over and he's just like slumped over and his like leg is limp and he's like dragging it like it's been pulled out he's of his faking it. He's faking it, wasn't he? <laughs> and so the other dog's mom's like, Brody, and gets mad at him and is like, what did you do? And like puts him down. And I go over there and I'm like, okay. like, I Wait, go- puts him down? <laughs> no, no, no. Like, gets him to sit down, like down, okay. like down, boy. And I go over, I'm like, all right, I got to fucking pop it back in its socket. And I go to do it. And he goes, nope. Do, 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 do. <laughs> runs away. And you then take him to the vet. Don't just pop oh. it back in its socket. <laughs> well, I was planning on it, but we were in a small town. Like it's thirty minutes okay, drive. Fine. I just it's just checking to see like what it was, right. what I could do. Okay. But flash forward to three years later, I'm living in Courtney. I've been out at work until eleven p.m. I live by myself. I know no one. I get home. He won't even stand up. Like I pick him up, he flops to the ground. And I'm like, well, what's wrong with him? Like, he's he won't look up at me. Like, if he goes into his kennel, like, he won't come out. Like, he's lethargic. I had no idea what to do with him. I was terrified. I called my mom crying. It's almost midnight. I'm like, mom, like. Holt's dying. Holt's dying. Well, I, I guess Cumberland, I guess, is where I live. So, like, Basically fuck Courtney. nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I, just, I don't know what to do. Mom, like, what do I do? She's like, just call the emergency vet. Like, they'll tell you what to do. I describe all the symptoms and to them. They're like, okay, like. The emergency vet's on his way in. Um, just go meet him there. I got there like just at the same time as the vet. We go in and he's looking at him and he goes to touch him and holds like, nope, not my mom and runs away. <laughs> Turns out the little fucker was faking it. <laughs> why? He just wanted attention. And, like, he, the, the vet's, like, it looks like he might have jumped and, like, hurt his leg a little bit, but it looks like he realized that he was getting the attention for it and <laughs> decided to milk it. How much did that milk cost you? $300 for a 15-minute appointment of a him, my dog, not cunt. even letting him touch him. Yeah. 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 I think it's time to put him down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> After the vet visits that we've had, skunk in the face. That. Well, you had one not too long ago where they like ate a bunch of shit. Yeah, he ate yeast, <laughs> uh, yeah. bread dough, and his stomach expanded. The skunk was the worst one because it stunk. stunk and it happened twice in the same week. But his retinas got burned. Oh. Uh. Yeah. And so he had like sores on his eyes. It was so sad. 
And he didn't even want to touch him and comfort him because he stunk like skunk. Yeah. <laughs> it was horrible. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then because I was in such like a frenzy panic and I was already spending like $300 on a vet bill, I walked into the pet store because he immediately ran into his bed and rubbed all over it. So I had to throw it out. I was like, he needs a bed. And I bought the first bed, that the, like the only bed they had, which was an $80 bed. And he never fucking used it because he hated it. He uses the $15 one from Walmart. Does Zola use it at least? No. She didn't like it either. Must be a shitty bed. It was It was like um, corduroy. <laughs> well, that doesn't sound fun no. at all. <laughs> all right. What are we doing today, Dave? Wait, do you have more things to talk about? Uh, oh, we should say happy. Uh, today is, which now is the past, number Tuesday, it is happy birthday to listener James K, who has been a big supporter of the show. Happy birthday, James. Yeah. We love you. Mm-hmm. I meant to post on your Facebook wall. I, I guess I still have time, but... You can do it right now, even. I could, but we're recording, so... <laughs> Such a good friend. <laughs> um, well, maybe while Kate does that, because she should, you can find us on Facebook at Sasquatch Ate My Baby, <laughs> or on Twitter at Sats Ate My Baby, or Instagram at Sasquatch Ate My Baby. You can email us at sasquatchatemybaby at gmail.com. Uh, there's a website that has nothing on it, sasquatchatemybaby.com. We should get that up. <laughs> yeah, probably. It's been a year. Um, you can find Kate on Instagram and Twitter at Catalina Holtz. I'm not going to spell it because I don't know how. Uh, you can find me, Dave White 1990 And you can now find the Obsidian Trust <gasps> on Instagram at Obsidian Trust. Ooh, I'll follow you. Although the band name might change. We're working on it. All right. I like the Obsidian Trust. But there's another band in, well, not like this area, but in Western Canada area named Obsidian. It might, it might not work out. Fuck them. They're not the owners of the rocks. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> well, while Chad's in Africa, we're all going to think of other names and if any of them are better than the obsidian trusts i'm gonna think of some names you can do that for sure and i get copyright rights i get a penny for every album sold if you give us the name it's ours no it's like if anybody gives us ideas for this show it's ours negotiations a penny for every album sold no (laughs) (laughs) you don't even get the penny damn it fine unless you're like our manager or something no Wait, what did you say you were I'm your last promoter. Time? I don't want to do work. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you, get, you, you can have a penny. That'll be your pay to bonus. Okay, cool. We're not, we're not going to sell albums. Why? We're going to give them away so you can't get paid. <laughs> Just out of spite. <laughs> You'll make all your money off of merch and touring. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but you can promote us. You won't get paid, but... Cool. All right, we're talking about... Ghosties. Ghosts and ghouls and the parent no, just ghosts. Yes. Who's going first? Um, I went first last week. Do you want to go first? Sure, I'll go first. Bring us in strong. Well, uh, don't, <laughs> Too much pressure. Don't put that pressure on. <laughs> so, have you ever heard of a little conflict conflict called World War Two? I've heard of it. Tell me more. <laughs> Oh, there was this dude named... Hitler? What was his name? Hold on, I'm not sure that was his name. You're not sure it was Hitler? 
His name was Professor Christopher von Fuhrer Heimendorf. Isn't that the same guy from last time? Yeah, because we thought we said that guy was Hitler. Oh! <laughs> I was like, what is he doing back? Okay, none of these ghosts have anything to do with Hitler, but Hitler started World War II, so there you go. Oh my god. If you didn't know. <laughs> All right, so I just have a series of ghosts. Well, not even all ghost stories, but I have a series of stories that from, from World War II revolve around World War II. Oh, let's start with this one, shall we? Okay. Picture it: winter, nineteen forty-three. Ooh. The Swiss Alps. The the war's not even over yet. No. <gasps> the Swiss Alps. Okay. Super cold. British Army. Is stationed in a tiny village. They love the chocolate there. They love the chocolate there. That's mm. that's the end of the story. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Huge storm rolls in. The roads are unusable. They knock out the phone lines. The soldiers are stranded in the village. Nobody speaks English. They're all German. Mm. Well, they're Swiss, but they speak German. Okay. Um, one night, because they had nothing else to do, the soldiers went to a bar. One of the men started screaming. One of the villagers started screaming. No, this is in English. He uses this few words he knows. Where you take you the children. Where you take you the children. Where take you the children. Where take you the children. I just said it wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Where take you the children. Okay. That sounds like um like a warm up before a like to go out and do a show. Where you take it the children. Where you take the children. (laughs) Yes, if you want to get dark with it. So, the children are missing, if you didn't gather that. All the children. Some of the children. So, it's like a Pied Piper kind of thing. Could be. <sighs> so, the soldiers very confused as to what the fuck, because they didn't take the children. Mm-hmm. They went, they brought the guy back to their base. They got a translator, because, you know, they had that. Mm-hmm. And found out that since their arrival in the village, mm-hmm. things had started going missing, like tarps and firewood and a halberd, which is a type of axe. Mm-hmm. But then, when the snow rolled in, the children started going missing. So the captain took matters into his own hand, and he set up patrols, like, day and night, always searching, always looking out for bad people. Um, but instead of finding anybody, one night, their private Reginald disappeared from the barracks. Dum, dum, dum. He disappeared. Who knows where he went? So rumors started to spread around the village that there was a monster living in the woods. Patrols kept going on for several days until one night they saw a person standing outside the window of a dark house staring in. The soldiers yelled for him to freeze. He took off running. They chased him into a hidden cave near the village. Did they have a rat problem? And did they hire a man to take care of it? A rat problem? Yeah. Isn't that the story of the Pied Piper of Hamlin is they had a rat a problem, so the Pied Piper comes in and flutes all the rats away, and yeah, then they don't then like, the a- appreciate him or pay him, so he comes and takes the children? Sure, but this isn't that story. Okay, but he takes them to like a cave in that story. So? I'm 90% sure. Monsters live in caves. Yetis. But the monster started firing at them. The monster had a gun. Bang, bang, bang. It was Hitler. Bang. It was Christopher... Fuhrer von Humboldt. <laughs> Hyman something. 
So the soldiers fired back. Eventually, the firing stopped when they went to investigate. What did they find? They killed all the children. What did they find? It was the children firing at them. They found... (gasps) Who was it? Oh, I don't know. They found... Seven half-eaten children. (gasps) It was a cannibal? And Private Reginald dead. Private Reginald was a child eater? Seems to be. It's worse than a molester. It had nothing to do with ghosts, but that was a fun story, wasn't it? There's no ghost in this story? No, I told you there's some ghosts, some aren't. Oh, I I missed the aren't part. (laughs) (laughs) But Private Reginald was eating children. The whole time. That's what it seems to be. Or it was a ghost and he killed Reginald and ate the children. I don't know. I don't know. I wasn't there. That's insanity. I'm too young to have been there. But now the children's ghosts haunt the cave. That's right. That's that's the end of the story. The children's ghosts haunt the cave and eat passerbyers. Wow. I wonder why he wanted to eat the children. Maybe he got scared because of the snow. He's like, oh, we're going to run out of food. I better start eating kids. Yeah, but when you want to save the kids for later, as it like. <laughs> That's why you only had half of them. <laughs> <laughs> what I want to know is if it was him, the first several kids he took, obviously, he was still in the barracks. Yeah. Did they not notice him sneaking out? Be like. Exactly. So maybe it wasn't him. Maybe, maybe. he was taken. Or maybe they thought he had a lady friend. I don't know. Are Swiss girls hot? Probably. Probably. Yeah. uh next story in wait which one's this oh yeah okay this one's a little creepy in colmar france Mm -hmm. a family moved into this house that during world war ii was a secret pressing office that printed slogans against the occupying germans at the time Ooh, so it was like a fringe propaganda. Yeah. <gasps> cool. So. What a, wouldn't it be, like, you don't move into places like, with history like that in Canada. Because we don't have that. <laughs> I know, but like everywhere in Europe, they're like, oh, I moved into this old um, farmhouse that was used old. for this and this and this. It's built in the year 1601. Like yeah, Canada's not old enough. Yeah. I mean, World War Two happened, but. It wasn't in Canada. Here so. we're like, I just moved into an apartment building and it's made of stucco because people liked that in the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're a very young country. <laughs> I mean, you could like move into a house like, oh, this was an Indian burial ground once and now there's poltergeists here. Mm-hmm. That's that's what Canada has. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Summer of 1991. Do you remember it? Um, no. Well... <laughs> a young woman in the family is chilling in the attic, and she finds a hole in the wall. She mm. looks through the hole. There's a secret room? There's a secret <gasps> room. Yes! <laughs> There's no door to this room, just the hole. Oh, okay. Tiny hole. Okay. She's like, what the fuck? There's a secret room. So she goes and gets a flashlight. She looks through the hole. That's the flashlight turning on. And she sees... A skeleton. A shadowy figure Ooh. sitting in the middle of the room with its knees and its chest hugging its legs and kind of rocking back and forth. It's rocking? A skeleton can't do that. Well, it was a shadowy figure, not a skeleton. I know. That's what I was saying. And so she kept looking, trying to figure out what it was. It seemed to be a man of some kind. 
And he turned his head and looked at her mm-hmm. and had a terrifying grin on his face. Was it a demon? And she got the fuck out of there and never saw it again. Mm. They didn't tear that wall down to see that room? I know, never, never, didn't find that information. But I'm going to have to guess that during the occupation of France, yeah, they were hiding Jewish people in that room. Yeah. And that was a dead woman or a dead man. Well, to me, that sounds more demonic. Maybe it was happy. Maybe it was a happy smile in it because of the shadowy figure. It's like, oh, that's terrifying. No, but maybe because of all the oppression that was happening. Like, they somehow managed, like, a demon. Like, the, you know, the Dybbuk box? Like, the Dybbuk box was, um, like, the whole story around it is from, like, Nazi Germany. Like, the demon was summoned from, like, the oppression and stuff. I never heard of that. We talked about it in, like, an episode at the very beginning. Oh, it's been a while. Yeah. We can do an actual episode on it. I was actually thinking, based on my research, mm-hmm. we should do an episode based around uh, the Nazis' fascination with the occult and mm-hmm. their search of, like, the spirit destiny and shit. Maybe that's what that's from. Maybe. Maybe the the Nazis, like, invaded there and they left behind. A demon? A demon when they took the Jews away. That'd be awesome. It's so sad. It's very exciting, though. The Nazis fucking shit up for everyone. Yeah, they did that. <laughs> How dare they? How dare they? You know what? I think these Nazis were pretty bad people. Now that we're doing all this research. (laughs) I just don't know. I don't know. All right. Pearl Harbor. Just can't trust anyone. Pearl Harbor was attacked Mm -hmm. in 1940. I don't know. Um, 42, maybe. I don't know. know You're asking the wrong girl. Anyway. Not a history buff. A year after that, still the war was still on. Uh, They're in Pearl Harbor, and the U.S. Army detects an incoming plane. (gasps) Oh, shit. It's Japanese again. Damn. Get ready. It was just one plane. Wait, why would they come back? They already fucked shit up. Well, it was one plane. It wasn't them. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So they sent up a couple of planes to ID it. When they got up there, they found... An American P-40, which is like a combat plane. Okay. Like picture of an American plane, that's the one. So one of their own planes. Yeah. But the landing gear was missing. It was full of holes, and they could see the pilot was covered in blood. They followed it for a while, trying to get in contact with them. All of a sudden, it dropped out of the sky in an instant. And they're like, what the fuck? So they landed. They went and checked out the crash site. They found an old plane and no body. So it had it was the ghost of a plane mm-hmm. from Pearl Harbor. Exactly. <gasps> I mean, that's the end of that story, but it's pretty cool. Wow. Like that. So that's kind of saying that the event was so horrific and so tragic that it imprinted itself to play in a loop. Exactly. Mm. I like those kind of hauntings. And there's like all over. Like the areas where World War Two happened, mm-hmm. there's ghost planes <clears throat> seen all the time. Yeah, I like that theory of ghosts, where it's basically <clears throat> that the ghosts aren't necessarily like here to interact with us, but it they're like a record, like it's something that's been that's there. Yeah, that printed in time. Yeah, I enjoy that very much, and just repeats, repeats. That's I like that because mm-hmm. they're not there to hurt us. 
So maybe that ghostly person in the room was being, like, it was, France was freed from Nazi control, and they were breaking down the wall, Mm -hmm. and the Jewish person turned around and smiled. I was like, yeah, I'm free. It's not, I don't think it's a happy (laughs) smile. (laughs) It sounded more like a shadow figure to me. Uh, Yeah, that's definitely what it sounded like. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And I, it, was, it was kind of ghost too. I like to think that they're free and like their spirits are actually free and they've either been reincarnated or they've gone into the afterlife or whatever happens to people after they die or our consciousness after we die. But it's just like a snapshot that still exists. Right? Yeah, I get that. Yeah. So then that way like it makes me feel happy for the ghost person. But then there's still something cool and paranormal happening. Right. That makes me feel happy. It's a happy Good. episode about ghosts. And Nazis. <laughs> and Nazis. All right. The SS Alchemos was an American ship in World War II. Before the war ended, though, it was sold to Norway for arms transport. Hmm. Unfortunately, in 1944, one of the crew members snapped, killed a radio operator, and then himself. Mm. Uh, Norway covered this up, blaming it on enemy fire. Anyway, after the war, the ship was sold to a Greek shipping company who started experiencing strange events on the ship. Uh Uh-oh. Dum-dum. And in 1963, it hit a reef off of Australia. It was fucked up. Australia has those. They do. Just that that's how you know the story's legit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the facts are there, people. <laughs> so they towed it to Fremantle for repairs. While it was getting repaired, it just burst into flames. So they put the fire out and they're like, fuck, Fremantle can't handle this. We gotta haul it to Hong Kong now. They start towing it to Hong Kong, but they barely got away from Fremantle and the tow line snapped and the ship ran aground. They towed and towed and pulled and tried, but they can never get it loose, so they left a caretaker on board while they tried to figure out what to do with the ship. Mm. He started experiencing terrifying events. Well, they say they're terrifying, but he just heard knocking and footsteps and voices, but also the feeling of great anger throughout the ship. Anyway, that's about it. But other than that, over the years, companies tried to salvage the ship and pull it off. But every time the crew went on board, shit would go wrong, and they'd get the fuck out of there. Not a very exciting story, but it's a story. It happened. (laughs) 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 Moving on. 1942. Okay. I'm ready. A Navy blimp called the L-8 took off from Treasure Island. L-8? Yep. The late? L-8. Eight. Yeah, late. Yeah, sure, late. <laughs> Called the late. Left Treasure Island. Wait, Treasure Island's real? Apparently it's in the Bay Area. Oh, San Francisco? I guess so. What? With a two-man crew. Okay. Uh, their mission? To find subs. Mm-hmm. I think it's weird they were still using blimps. That was I think World people War still thing. use blimps. But like for military missions? No, for football games. <laughs> uh, a few hours later, the blimp returned home. 
What a subtle landing. It crashed into a house in Dally City. Damn. But it was a blimp, so it didn't do much. Really? I thought there were like giant hot air balloons and they I exploded. I think it was a pretty small one. Okay. Uh, they searched the ship, or the blimp, whatever you call it. Um, everything was fine inside. Nothing was moved. No emergency gear was ever used or touched. But the two men were gone. Never heard from or seen again. They vanished. Weird. How did the blimp get back? Where did the men go? Why was there no emergency gear used if something had happened to them? And they, yeah, where did they go? Where did they go? It's like, I don't know how to explain it. There was like a Stephen King thing. Um, I'm assuming it was like one of his short stories or books. I don't think I read this one, but it was really bad made for TV movie, but like good and same way i know i know what you're saying in the way that stephen king movies are like <laughs> they're just on a whole other level love it um and it's called the langoliers and it's basically I think I've heard of that. yeah this plane goes through a wormhole um oh shit i love some, this movie while some people are sleeping yeah i fucking loved this movie when i was a kid i watched it once yeah. and i could never find it again and, and then oh i have it on it dvd out. i can bring it and then, like, they land in an airport, right? Yeah, and they, yeah, and then there's no one there. And, like, this blind lady needs to get to a doctor to get her eyes fixed or some shit. Yeah, but they were all asleep, so they, they made it and everyone else vanished. So maybe they went through a wormhole. But, the, like, the end of that movie was there, them trying to take off and a bunch of monsters tried to get them, right? Yeah, they were, like, time-eating monsters. Yeah. yeah. I love that shit. And then one person, like, I don't remember how it ended, but I'm assuming one person had to sacrifice themselves by being awake. Probably. Yeah. To fly the plane. To fly the plane. I would like to borrow that. Yeah. I'll gra- grab out them next time at my mom's. Thank you. Cool. It might have been you who figured out, like, I, I never knew the name of that movie when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until, like, a couple of years ago that I figured out what, out what it was. And you might have told me what it was after I described it to you. Oh, probably, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I don't know. Stephen King's just good, and like He's movies good. based on Stephen King are just great. Too. I was a little upset with, uh, like, it wasn't a great book either, but Cell. I liked the Cell, both book and movie. Yeah. Yeah. The book was better for sure. Yeah. But and it was great that it had Samuel Jackson in it. Yeah. And what's the dude's name? Uh, John Cusack. Yeah, he was in a lot of Stephen King shit though, right? Yeah, he's in fourteen oh eight. I feel like he's in more. I might be wrong, though. I, I don't think so. Not that I can think of off the top of my head. I didn't like the ending of the movie, though. Um, I it's don't just, remember it now. It's just like Did him go- thinks that he successfully figured it out, but it's him as a zombie running in a circle with the rest of them. But in the book, it ends with him like holding the phone up to his zombie kid's head to try and fix him, and then you don't know what happens. Cliffhangers, oh. yeah. I don't remember the ending now. Well, I just told you both of them. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, one time, a father, a father, not father, a father took his family on vacation in France. Isn't that nice? And he was interested in World War II, so he went to Normandy to check out the sites. Uh, fast forward to them getting home from their vacation. Their seven-year-old daughter... Starts telling all the stories about how when they were in Normandy and all the men she saw around them while they were in the bunkers and walking around the site, 
holding guns and looking always angry at her and pointing the guns at her, but she knew that they didn't want to hurt her. Mm-hmm. So this little girl just saw a bunch of fucking ghost soldiers as they died storming Normandy. Oh, my God. <laughs> she described all their uniforms to a T, despite having never seen any of them before, knowing nothing about World War II. And Kids are so, like, perceptive of ghosts. But imagine being at, like, one of the biggest events of the war. Mm-hmm. Like, standing in the middle of it and seeing it all happen around you. And like she better have aced her history test. <laughs> I don't know when this happened, but she was seven at the time. Mm-hmm. That's all I got. Just a couple of little stories. Damn. But they're fun. Yeah. I liked them. I like reading them. There's probably so many World War II ghosts, too. Yeah. We can come back to that topic. Exactly. Cool. And then World War One, and any other conflict that there's ever been. Yeah. So there you go. I was trying to think of like a not bad conflict to make a joke. A not bad conflict. Yeah. <laughs> I think they're all pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, that's with, why I couldn't think of one. <laughs> go with Korea. Nobody gives a shit about Korea. No. <laughs> no. Mash. That was a comedy about Korea. Uh, kind of. It was also kind of a. It was like a dramedy. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right, Hogan's Heroes. <laughs> <laughs> that turned. Like, and that wasn't that long after the war. It was a bunch of POWs taken by Nazis, and they just joked about it the whole time. Yeah. And what was it like? Not even 20 years after the war. And it was a hit TV show. Yeah. Couldn't do that today. Well, you know what? That set haunted. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You ever hear about, I think it was an English show. It aired for one episode and it was like, I don't know what the name was, but the premise was that this Jewish family lived next door to Hitler in an apartment building. What? (laughs) Yeah. I don't remember what it was. I can look it up. I'm going to look it up. Please hold. Please hold. Hi, my name's Danica. And my name's Emma. And together we host Second Second Impressions, Impressions, where we'll try anything twice. Each week we try something for the second time. We talk about what our first experience was like, how well we remember it, and how we've grown and changed. But mostly we talk about dumb stories from our youth and what beer we're drinking. So join us every Sunday on Second Impressions, available on iTunes or wherever you find your podcasts. Oh, it's called Heil, Honey, I'm Home. What? (laughs) You can watch the full episode on YouTube. (laughs) What? Yeah. They didn't even notice that he was Hitler, or they did? I think they knew. Let's, let's find out what we got here. Did you watch the show? I never watched the episode, no, but I'd like to. Goodness. I want to just find the theme song. Was it funny? Here it is. Wait for it. It's coming out. I'm home. Gee, 
it's great to be Top Gun, but it's nothing like the fun that I get when I say hi, oh honey, I am home. Hi, oh honey, smile, honey. It's great to be back. Hi, oh honey, I'm home. Oh my Wait, God. sorry, what year did this come out again? I don't know. Let's find out. It sounds like the 50s. Um, hold on. I'll go Is it now in color? Page. 1990. What? <laughs> yep. British sitcom written by Jeff Atkinson and produced in 1990, which was canceled after one episode. Mm. Centered around fictionalized Adolf Hitler and Ava Braun. Who live next door to a Jewish couple, Arnie and Rosen Coldenstein. Wow. <laughs> How amazing is that? It was the 90s. There weren't rules then. No. <laughs> Alrighty. Alright, what do you got for us? We're gonna can, t- you, can you top Hal Honey, I'm Home? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to take a trip to an amusement park. Ooh, that's creepy as shit. Yeah, have you ever heard of Lake Shawnee Amusement Park? Nope. Well... That's good because we're going to go to Disneyland. <laughs> is it in Disneyland? No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> Disneyland is apparently haunted, though, because there's been like cover ups of deaths. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Which, the more that I think of it, amusement parks and water parks are just bad places. People die there. Yeah. Things are covered up. You watch that. Uh on netflix now the new johnny knoxville movie called advent or action park no i haven't it's on based off the place in jersey that was basically that place no it's really funny <laughs> cool. it's pretty good all anyway. right oh were there is that the place where the kid got de- decapitated I'm pretty sure oh yeah and then they had previous ones before that right like amusement parks yeah like no of um like oh, death injuries. Ac- and injuries yeah, like and stuff so, that yeah. were like slept under the rug oh, okay i'm gonna watch that now it's a fun um, movie all right so lake shawnee amusement park is located in rock west virginia so, okay all right i'm not going <laughs> okay <laughs> i think it's close so. it's close closed oh all right many believe the land is cursed <laughs> Why is that, Kate? Well, is that what you want me to say? <laughs> I mean, this is a this is an episode about ghosts. I know why. <laughs> so the land originally belonged to Mitchell Clay when he moved his family in 1775 from Europe to live. That was there. a long time ago. Yeah, and farm the land, which people in 1775 generally that was their goals. So Definitely good for him. Wait, that was a year before the Declaration of Independence was written. You know the year of the Declaration of Independence? 1776, bitch. Damn. Impressive. <laughs> In 1783, Mitchell Clay went on a hunting trip with other settlers. 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 <laughs> settlers. <laughs> From the area, leaving his wife and children to man the homestead. Two of the boys were building green pens. While the girls were doing wash the wash by the riverbanks. That sounds about right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, for 1783, for sure. I thought it was 1775. No, we flash forward. Oh, They've sorry. already been here. They're, sorry. They're settled. Now he's hunting. The American he's Revolution is over. Having a good time with his buddies. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they have independence. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> they're allowed to make 
green pens, which I don't know what that is. Green pens. Green pens, Gaia. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, their mother and the younger children are back at the house. She's tending to them, I guess. <laughs> sure. As a mother should. Yeah. Anyways, just kidding. The land didn't actually belong to them, just like most uh, most of North America. <laughs> around it that time. to the natives. Yeah, the land <laughs> actually belonged to the ancient Native American... Oh, sorry, it was an, actually an ancient Native American burial ground for the Shawnee people. Oh, shit, we just talked about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Eleven Shawnee Native Americans came to the land out of resentment of the Clay family um, living on their land and attacked the children. The youngest of the two boys, Bartley... Which I'm assuming... Oh, no. Hold on. I was going to say, <laughs> is that what Bart's long or short for? But then I remembered Bartholomew's also the <laughs> name. Yeah. But I'm sure Bartley as well. For sure. But I don't think anybody uses either of those names now. I kind of like Bartley. Right. If it wasn't for the fact that my kid would probably get called Bart and I don't like that name. And then you'd be called Fart. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's how it works. Maybe I'll name a dog that. Fart? Bartley. Okay. <laughs> Bartley. <laughs> better well every day because dog farts are rank so every time all they eat is shit (laughs) yeah so every time bartley would fart i'd be like who are you fartley (laughs) i fully support this (laughs) i hope it's your engagement dog that you get (laughs) fartley the engagement dog (laughs) if you get an engagement dog its collar has to be covered in diamonds too oh yeah cool <laughs> anyway so bartley was shot by the shawnee people because they've got guns yeah yeah because they traded them yeah um the girls heard it and ran towards their home um where they came across bartley as he was being scalped yes so funny story <laughs> and i have funny story about scalping two funny stories about them okay <laughs> actually Hit me. so and it goes back to my papa being slightly racist but not really like he wasn't a bad person he's just a sign of the times so, yeah sign of the times and he's just yeah like he just hadn't moved past it. so let's flash forward to my mom being like or flashback i guess to the early or late 60s early 70s mm-hmm. um my mom and they live kind of in a rural area outside of lake Cowichan. um there is a Reserving kike, or I don't know, there's a reserving kikes, right? I should know that. Or some First Nations people live out towards kikes. Probably. My dad grew up in kikes too. Yeah, anyway, so that's a way out there for it. Yeah. Um, And I guess one day, or while they were sleeping, they left their doors unlocked because it's the 70s. (laughs) No, well, it's Honeymoon Bay, but it's on the way to kikes. Why'd you say Kaikyu said? Oh, that's where the name. That's where were. the person was going. Got you. Um, and I, this First Nations man had wandered into their home and was drunk, and just, they just politely asked him to leave, kind of thing. <laughs> but, <laughs> but he said, "Scalped him." <laughs> but the the next day, I don't think my grandpa was even home for this one, kind of thing. Okay. Um, so the grandpa story comes next. And the next day my mom goes to school and goes to her teacher and goes, oh, like an Indian came into our house and like, um, and he, and he was going to scalp us. <laughs> like was saying oh stuff God. like that to her teacher. And her teacher was just like, oh yeah. But obviously he said at the times, 
her teacher like didn't, didn't, give a fuck. didn't give a fuck and then my mom looking back tells a story and she's probably gonna correct me on the details because i don't know them yeah um looks back and just realizes oh shit like that was not okay but obviously she's like a seven-year-old girl doesn't know yeah. any better so flash forward to the 80s mm-hmm. <laughs> my cousin holly um goes to school and tells her classmates that her grandpa's bald because my papa told people that or the children that the indians had scalped him <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so that's not okay. <laughs> and now also funny, she looks though. back and goes, it is funny. again, not okay, but Papa. <laughs> I was curious to see how you'd make scalping stories funny and you nailed it. Uh, they weren't that funny. It was more just like my Papa was accidentally kind well, of racist. You started out this out by saying I have two funny stories. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> so, I hope you guys laughed at that and weren't insanely offended by the ignorance I think of my family. The things I say probably offend people more than what you just said yeah. about your family. All right. Anyways, so they start wait, scalping Bartley. You just reminded Bartley, me of the story of Bartley, my own Bartley. grandfather. <laughs> when I was a kid, mm-hmm. every once in a while, my grandpa would take out his fake teeth and it would be fun for me because mm-hmm. it looked weird. Yeah. But I asked too much eventually because I always wanted him to do it. Yeah. So eventually he told me that he had just taken a screwdriver and screws and screwed them into his own skull so he couldn't take them out anymore. (laughs) I believed that for way longer than I should have. (laughs) That's it. Tell me about Fartley. (laughs) So Fartley's being scalped. um and he's already dead though yeah at least yeah <laughs> i assume so one of the girls uh <clears throat> tabitha not knowing that her brother is already dead runs up to him to get to help mm-hmm. and she ends up getting knifed and killed Shit. yeah um i don't know what happened to the other girl because it doesn't specify but she's she gets dead too <laughs> <laughs> she gets dead too yeah. um can i tell you a joke Yes. One time there was a squirrel and he didn't store enough nuts for winter. And then it was winter and he died. Ha, it's funny because a squirrel gets dead. (laughs) It's from Up a Dog Tells That Joke. (laughs) Okay. It's funny because he's a golden retriever. Why is it funny? Because he's a golden retriever. Because throughout the whole thing, like all the dogs (coughs) fascinate a squirrel and they'll be like talking all of a sudden they'll be like, squirrel! And right, just, like, yeah, I look over. And it's funny because he's Cause so... Because he wanted the squirrel's dead. Yeah, and he's like, ah. <laughs> It's funny because the squirrel's dead. Gets dead. That would be funny <laughs> if I understood that it was from the point of view of a dog when you said it. <laughs> but, yeah, but that's what makes it funny. I thought you were just telling me a story or a joke. <laughs> no, it's done now, though. Okay. <laughs> Tell me more about Fartley and his family's death. Fartley's gone. Tabitha's gone. The other sister unnamed is gone. Um, the oldest son, Ezekiel, was kidnapped by the Shawnee people. Ridiculous names. It's 1783. What do you expect? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Ezekiel was taken by the Shawnee. Yeah. You think that's a ridiculous <laughs> name, though? Look For- around what's, what there are people, like, near us. This is, like, there's one. She's like, this is my child, Acacia. Like, this is my child. Um, Apple. Apple. This is my child, Stick and Boot. Like... <laughs> Xenon. <laughs> Xenon. 
<laughs> so, Doctor Xenon Blue. <laughs> what? It's Rick and Morty. Okay, <laughs> so I'm in this woman's group on Facebook, and uh-huh. there's like thousands of thousands of women across Canada, or at least BC. Well, yeah, there's a lot of women in Canada. Girls, if you're listening and you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about, but. We're not supposed to talk about it outside the group. It's kind of like Fight Club. So you're telling the world. <laughs> about Fight Club. Yes. Anyways, so there's always girls that, like, there's there's posts that come up again and again and again, like um, spouse appreciation, like, um, and then there's just certain things. Um, there's always there's new ones, too, that are fun, too. But there's one that's always like, I'm having baby fever. Shoot, shoot at me some baby names. And the names, like, I just cannot look at those posts anymore because they are the most ridiculous, 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 <laughs> perfect name for a baby. Names. Yeah. Well, you know what? Someone would probably suggest that. Like, um, it's, let me see if I can, it's probably gonna be the top post. If it's the top post, I will uh, pull up bunch of names a bunch of names for you is there like normal names too there's got to be sometimes there's like olivia like that's pretty popular name um and then now it's not in the top post don't see it anymore sorry oh well yep not there um i forgot yeah but the names are just insane it's like shaynana and i'm like what (laughs) shaynana And then they'll be like, I really like the word, the name Callie and then um, Margaret. So I've put them together and now it's Calgit. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> That's how my sister got her name. Yeah. Supposedly. Supposedly. <laughs> I think it was like Shayna and I don't know. I don't remember now. But it ha- somehow it ended up with China White. <laughs> <laughs> all right keep talking about families dying yeah i lost my track so yeah ezekiel gets kidnapped everyone's like fuck where's ezekiel uh meanwhile during the commotion their mother and the younger children escaped six miles which that's impressive what you multiply that by 2.2 to get kilometers i don't know is that right no i don't know (laughs) okay that might, be ten, how, it's probably, that might be how you get pounds to kilograms. It's, <laughs> it's probably like 10 kilometers because 60 miles an hour is 100 kilometers an hour. So 6 to 10, 10 kilometers. Okay, that's fine. That's a shit ton long. Wait, that's, that <laughs> is Westwood like once and a half. Yes, it is. That's, For people who don't know what that is. It's a lake. It's thing. a lake that's <laughs> 6 kilometers around. <laughs> <laughs> well then, you know um so to a neighboring farm when clay returned home to find the bodies of his children and the rest of his family missing he sent out a search party he also buried the children on the ground um but it's unclear which he did first is it presumably he'd want to get ezekiel back before yeah and the rest of the family because he doesn't know where they are yeah um so a search party was sent out to find them obviously they found the other ones with neighbors um and but they were able to find Ezekiel with the Shawnee people. And in the process, they killed a bunch of the Shawnee people as well. But um, Ezekiel had already been burned at the stake. Shit. The Shawnee people were not fucking around. Well, that's why you don't build homes on burial grounds. Yeah. All right. So Had, we... had they never seen Poltergeist before they built that house? <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I, I remember now. Poltergeist came out in 1777. So, yeah, they should have seen it. It was pretty popular. But, like, the sequels probably have come out by then, too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. They should have known. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, that movie was cursed as well, so. Yeah. <laughs> they probably uh, had it on Blu-ray. <laughs> People don't even use Blu-ray. <laughs> Back then it, they did. It was a thing for a hot minute in 2008. <laughs> <laughs> and 1777. <laughs> 1777. All right, so... It was a great song. 1926. There's a lot of tangents. I'm having a really hard time. <laughs> I'm sorry. Continue. <laughs> Ezekiel's dead. He's burnt on a stake. Yeah. Well, that's over. We've gone forward to 1926. Oh, that's a big jump. Yeah, they've remade Poltergeist at this point. <laughs> 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 the land is uh, purchased by a um, Conley T. Snedo. Say that again. Conley T. Snedo. Oh, that's a name. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that's a name. <laughs> um, and transformed into an amusement park with a pond. That oh was- yeah, I forgot about the amusement <laughs> park. <laughs> okay. It was later turned into a pool, um, a Ferris wheel, a round wooden swing set. Apparently, there's probably other rides, but no one talks about those. <laughs> those were the ones that were tight. Yeah. Um, Snedo supposedly did not know about the history of the land. The park became very popular during the summers. One woman sense. dropped her son off at the park for the day, and when she returned, she couldn't find him. He was found drowned in the pool. Although there are conflicting reports, some say that um, he his arm was stuck in the drain and he was unable to come up for air, um, which to me sounds probably like a wives' tale. Other yeah. reports say that he was just drowned in the found floating in the pool. I mean, yeah, kids drown. Yeah. Um, after that, the pool was filled with sand. That sucks. Yeah. One person had to ruin it for everybody. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so soon after, a little girl was on the swing set, and she was wearing a ruffled pink dress. A truck backed into the swing pa- set and killed her. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So it wasn't really the swing set's fault. No, for sure. It was the sure. truck's fault. Yeah. So I don't know why they're blaming the swing set here. Because she was on it. Yeah. Um... Her pretty dress was covered in blood. Oh, that's why they brought up the dress. <laughs> yeah. It's, and we'll get into that. Okay. So these are the only deaths in the park that um, have associated stories with it. But so obviously, like, I didn't drive down there and check. But I guess the <laughs> West Virginia records say that there's a total of six people that have died in the okay. park rides. <laughs> um. And so in 1966, the Lake Shawnee Amusement Park shut its doors for good. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, so now one source that I found said that the rides and the structures, including an old ticket booth, were all left to fall in ruins. However, another source said that the swing set had been sold away. Okay. Which is important because in 1985, a man named Gaylord White, are you related? Yeah, me and Gaylord were real tight. (laughs) (laughs) So Gaylord White um, brought life back into the park. So in one story, the swing set that was sold off, supposedly, Mm. um, he went out and bought a replacement for to make it an amusement park again. Sure. But upon checking like VIN numbers or I don't know how you tell 
what a swing set a swing set's history it's the same swing set so it bought the same mm-hmm. one so it like returned to its home like, like it, it was... wanted to murder more children yes so gaylord and his family ran the park for three years before shutting it down claiming that there was too much paranormal activity Mm -hmm. um we'll get into the that we're just going to keep going with the history so after gaylord although i again i found conflicting things whether gaylord currently owned it still or not um because it seemed like gaylord ran the um I mean, it's the amusement park, park yeah. not the amusement park, but like the night tours that we're going to talk about after. Ghost night tours? Yeah. Okay. Um, For a while. But <clears throat> it says real, devel- real estate developers took over at some point and started to dig on the property, of which they then found skeletal remains. From that, an archaeological dig um, was started, and then 13 more bodies were discovered, mostly children, along with a Native American artifacts, which obviously, Indian yeah. burial ground. Yeah. But like mostly children. I guess that doesn't mean all children. Yeah. Well, some of the children, like, were obviously... The family. The family. Yeah. Well, I would hope. You'd assume. Assume. All right. So, paranormal, a paranormal activity includes the seats of the swing set will move on their own. Cold wind will blow all around him. But if you touch the wooden swing set, it'll be warm as if someone was sitting on it. That's very convenient. Mm-hmm. You get to sit in a nice warm seat yeah. when you're ready to swing. I'd be like, thank you, ghost. Yeah. That's very kind of you. Just don't hit me with a truck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, some see the little girl covered in blood, her pretty dress all ruined. Mm. Yeah. Um, there's When you see her, there's a feeling of not being able to move until she turns away. So like she paralyzes you. That's creepy. Mm-hmm. Native American chants are heard throughout the property. Some see a man or children on the Ferris wheel. Voices, voices of children are heard. Um, and it was once featured on a Discovery Channel show called The Ghost Lab, where a participant got stuck in the ticket booth even though the door was not locked. All right. It needed a sign that said push, not pull. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> um, it appears now that it's a historical landmark and a tourist attraction. Uh, where you can do a history or a photography t- tour, although I couldn't figure out if this was still open or not because um, the website had not been updated since 2017 and said it was under construction. Oh, uh, yeah, that sucks. In some parts. So, that doesn't look good. Yeah. Uh, you can go day or night and participate in paranormal investigations. Photography is encouraged, although if you're doing like a photo shoot, you need to schedule. Um and you're allowed to bring your own snacks and drinks in the park as long as you don't bring alcohol. Um, they do an event Party for poopers. Halloween. And yeah, that's it. And then Probably again, good. I wrote at the bottom, some believe the land is cursed, which is what I started with. <laughs> Gee, I wonder why. <laughs> so yeah, that's it. That was good. I enjoyed that. Yeah. You made scalping funny. I don't think scalping's funny. <laughs> but you made it funny. Mm. like you told all those stories about your family getting scalped my dad asked me why because he's bald or balding ish mm-hmm. uh, why his scalp still is shiny even though he has no hair and the rest of his face isn't shiny i told him it's probably because his scalp is still producing like the oils that your hair needs that makes sense and i'm like so just powder it <laughs> like <laughs> i'm not worried about it 
Yeah. Put a little dry shampoo up there. That's what I do when my hair gets greasy. Smart. Cool. Mm-hmm. I like ghosts. Yeah, I like ghosts too. I have a fun time with ghosts. It's not sad like murder. <laughs> Although it generally has to do with murder. Mm-hmm. Maybe we could do like a murder stories where the people, the victims fight back and they survive. I don't know if there's a lot of those stories out there. Yeah, probably not. People aren't interested in that. Why not? Like the, the mass majority of people. There's a show called I Survived. Oh, that's good. But there's a whole channel dedicated to murderers. Yeah. <laughs> murder, murder, murder. Murder. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Anything else? Ghosts? <laughs> no. No more haunting since the last time I saw you. In my house, at least. That's too bad. Mm-hmm. Did you tell Michael about the dog? No. Because it would freak him out? I just don't think he cares. And also, we never see each other. <laughs> that sucks. I'm going to talk to Michael. He's going to get you a dog with a diamond thing. A dog with a diamond around its neck? <gasps> there you go. Oh. And his name will be Fartley. <laughs> <laughs> and in the in the ring, it'll have an engraving. And because it's the dog's collar, it'll say Farley on the, on the engagement rings engraving. <laughs> it wouldn't matter. You don't see that part anyway. I guess. It's a perfect plan. <laughs> I don't know. I got nothing. How are we doing for time? We're doing great. And we don't need to vamp? No. Oh. All right, well, fuck you guys. Bye, friends. (laughs)